are from our Mera Bharat Mahan. And some of us, the Lord has rescued us from different uh, fates, probably. And we have seen a lot of our, our own friends and uh, being in this area for, for years and uh, surrounded by a lot of temples. I've observed keenly what happens at the temple. A, a, a worshiper will come with his prayer request. You can have a flower, a fruit, a leaf, whatever, and put it in a bowl and send in your prayer request. I want a good job. I want my wife to conceive. I want my business to take off very well. I'm having a bad day. I'm having a heart attack. You know, uh, I want to go this. So, so you take the offering, go and give it to the priest, and the priest would take it to the place of the holies. And there, the priest would send in your request to the deity. This is the place of the altar. And so what happens from after he would utter certain things, he would bring in something in exchange from the gods and give it to the worshiper here. What happens at the altar? Exchange. It's not a joke. We may laugh. We may say it is old school, but the other religious system have understood the power of the altar than sometimes I believe our own believers. So every time you come to the presence of God, there is exchange. And I told the first statement here, we exchange. Paul said, when I'm weak, I come to you. Then I receive strength from you. There is an exchange. Call unto me. And I will answer. I cried unto the Lord and the Lord heard my cry. Altar. There is an exchange. Every time you come to altar, pray, seek. Your home is an altar. I come into that. Your family is an altar. Third is encounter. That is one place the divine, the divinity can, can, can take over the humanity and empower you. There are revelations. There are dreams. There are unusual manifestations when that vista is open at the altar. Now, come little complex. I hope we get this through. Then we have a lot of stories. The realm of the spirit. Everybody say this lie. Law of territory. Yeah. The spirit realm operates with this law. It's called the law of territory. It's very simple to understand. Let's say you would like to go to the USA. We live in USB, United States of Bangalore. We all know that. Yeah. Let's say you want to go to the USA and you get excited about few states in the USA and then, then one fine morning you say, Pastor, pray for me. Put all the oil you know. I'm going to the USA. And pastor asks you, yeah, that's very good. But uh, do you have the, ah, pastor, I don't believe that. I, by faith, I can do all things in Christ. I'm just take, going to take the flight. I forget about the ticket. I don't care. I love the, I'm going. No, you can't do that. I remember my friend long back, long back, you know. Uh, and it was such a joy for us to set the garlands, crying, weeping, everything over. And uh, we dropped him and goodbyes. Uh, took the car, came half the way. He calls and says, no, I'm coming back. No, 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 they sent me back. No, what happened? One thing that he didn't take. Because there is a law of territory. If you want to go from country A to country B, you need a right document that allows you to enter there or else you cannot no matter with what good intention you go you cannot 
And so here we are. This earth that God has created is created for human beings with spirits. We are a spirit. So I am a spirit. You are a spirit having a soul locked up in a body. That's our definition biblically. That's why we can worship God. Worship, worship. This is worship. Worship is spirit to spirit union. If that does not happen in any church, worship has not started. We can have good musical experience, but we cannot have a worship experience because it's engaging with God in the realm of the spirit. Songs and music is our tools. They serve us. Music is a servant to the lyrics. We have 150 psalms. I've studied the psalm. I've researched on the psalm. Till date, I don't know the scale to play. Sheminit. I don't know how to play Sheminit. There are some of the scales that I mentioned. God has caused the lyrics of David to be remembered, not the tune. Tune of the lilies. I don't know what is the tune of the lilies. Justification. This is the system of verification. The realm of the spirit works on this system of God's word. If not, we will start embracing every kind of realm of the evil spirit. If you don't have God's word, we will attribute every kind of happening of that realm. So we need the word of God. Every Sunday, just imagine you walk into God's house. The songs that we sing, the worship and the word that comes, it elevates us to that heavenly realm. And we learn some dynamics and the ways and the justices and the judgments of God that happen in that realm. So that that realm can interface into, interrupt into, and they make changes for our lives. If we don't have that, Christian life is very boring. It is a drudgery to follow Christ because we're not accessing that superpower of God's realm over our lives. Point number four. I think I've mentioned this. The realm of the spirit has got a language. This is the language. I'll, I'll probably the verse is there somewhere in the slide. I will pour out my spirit on all trees. Correct? When God wants to interact, these are the windows into the realm. And you're praying, God will give you a vision. God will give you a dream. God wants to do that out of his love. He wants to share his kingdom. Now, what is prayer? Look at this, look at this, look at this. Jesus actually had taught the disciples only two passages on prayer. The other was their curiosity. Every time they're waiting for Jesus to come morning for a good crusade, and he's missing. And they're trying to search the guru, the guru garu is gone. And they're probably waiting for nice kappa, mean curry in the morning, some fish fry at Galilee and things like that. He's not there. And Peter, James and John, they said, we need to find out where is this man who called us. So they find out, you use some GPS system. I don't know. Don't search these verses in the Bible. At last they find him praying. And they're observing, observing his prayer. Prayer was learned by observation. Disciples, they observe. Every, what is he doing? Sweating his soul. Making some transactions with God above, calling God his father. And then suddenly he would come and then something would happen in towns and villages that his shadow would heal people. Lepers would get, lepers means you're outside. Infectious diseases was no cure. There was no research and development those days. Either you stay there, stink and die and you're, 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 you become a memory. 
But sure is a man who, who goes and contacts that realm. And then they come to Jesus and say, Luke 11, 1, Lord, you'd have to teach us how to pray. I mean, John is teaching his disciples, but we because we've seen something about you that you do in prayer that we don't know. We are trying to do some babbling that our Pharisee friends have taught, but, 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 but teach us to pray. And this is what the Lord said. Father, in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Look at what he said next. There. He told his disciples, you see that kingdom there and that will, that decision, that mandate there. I'm praying every day that that realm will come here. Thy kingdom come. Prayer. Prayer is prayer. A legal system. The window opens where that realm comes and invades here. We need that. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. How? As it is there. Some of us need to peer through. Get a vision of that kingdom. The justice of God. The grace of God. The goodness of God. And we get to do that in a week. Two hours here. We got to be intentional about that realm invading the earth. That realm coming to our house. We need that realm over our children, over our family, over our nation. That's why we are here. What, what, what is the meaning of praying in that prayer? We put the map every day. The realm come. Kingdom come. Miracles come. Power come. Truth come, Lord. Unless that realm come. That's prayer. It has a language. Fifth one, it's zillion times superior to the natural realm. One word from that realm, the fish will enter the net. One word from the realm, the 12-year-old will come alive. One word, one word from that realm, 153 big large fishes are there. One word from the realm, new ministry doors open up. One word from that realm, one day, the heavens are going to open. The miracle work. It's true. It is true that our words in faith can open up the realm of God. It is true that when you lift your hands, as we, as we gathered in this place today, Holy Spirit, come and have your way. Have your way. This is your house. We are the people. It's true. That's how we operate. And Samuel said, you find the enemy roaring, their chariots coming, we'll do one thing. I will activate the altar. Bring me a suckling lamb. He sacrifices the lamb. The blood is spilt. He says, God, the altar is ready. Legally, I call to you. You are the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Now you hear them. I want you to come and open up the realm over your people. They've turned their hearts, oh God. They've removed their idols, Lord. And you can see them. They've come to your altar. Lord, activate your presence. Now let's go into the story. While, where is that? Verse 9. The Lord answered, verse, verse 10. While Samuel was sacrificing. I'll just pick up this mic. Check one. One, two, two, one. Yeah. While Samuel was sacrificing the burnt offering, the Philistines drew near to engage the Israelites in battle. Next line, everybody, if you have that verse there. But, anybody next? That day, the Lord thundered with loud thunder against the Philistines. And through such a panic that they were routed before the Israelites. 
Wow. You activate the altar, the realm of the spirit is fighting for you. Look at the principle there. You leave your altar, Baal and Ashtoreth, you remove that, you purify, and you come and you activate the altar. You have the realm of the spirit. One thunder from God. One thunder with five rulers, all were routed. And I'm just going to go to the last line of the whole passage. Let's, let's look at 13. So Philistines were subdued and they stopped invading Israel's territory. Throughout the lifetime, Samuel's lifetime. <laughs> I want to use the word, the realm of the spirit rather than the hand of God. The realm of the spirit was against Philistines. Why? Altar was intact. Altar was intact. Throughout the lifetime of Samuel, Philistines would look at their system and say, no, 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 don't attack. We cannot fight against their gods. We can take on Israelites, but their altar is very active. There is divine presence that's moving in this kingdom. We cannot handle them. Their God is fighting for them. Why? Because Samuel was a man of altar. Let me come down to, to verse 20, uh, 15. Sorry. Samuel continued as Israel's leader all the days of his life. Year after year, he went on circuit from Bethel to Gilgal to Mizpah, judging Israel and all those places. But he always came back to Ramah, where this was his, it was his home. And there he held a court for Israel. And he, what? He built an altar there. Samuel was a man of altar. That's why he could prescribe divine victories for the kingdom. Close your eyes this morning. Is the altar still active in your life? Is the altar still active in your home? Or is some other sound, some other strange fire burning? May the Spirit of God right now open your eyes to some altars that are unauthorized in your life. Some things of the media, some things of jealousy and hatred. You see, you are an altar. Some people that you associate with, they are altars. They bring in certain kind of strange fires and spirits in your life. It's time that some of us draw the line and say, enough is enough. In my home, there'll be the fire of God. There'll be the presence of God. Some of us, we need to pray and say, God, I'm working with my strength. Jesus would gently say, come to me, my realm will work. Come to me, weary and heavy laden. Come to me with your sickness and burden. Why are you carrying load by yourself? My realm. Jesus told the disciples, never start the ministry until you are there in Jerusalem. As you wait in that upper room, a blanket of my realm will come upon you. Till the power from on I overshadows you. Don't start ministry. Some of us, we need to pray over that realm. We need to take some time off. We've been trying to wield the sword with our strength. I pray the blanket of his strength will come upon us. If that is you, lift your hands a couple of minutes. Let's begin to pray. I invite pastor to, to lead us in prayer. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus.